You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Tonight, or today, or this morning, <laughs> whichever this one afternoon you, mean. you decided to listen to this episode, uh, I am your host, Joe Horsemeyer, and with me, I have... Jeff Verhelst. Perfect. Jeff, how is it? I'm doing well. Good. So we are sitting in... The raw grill room brings back a lot of memories at Riverside, where we started. Yes, actually, I started in Pack, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it was Riverside. The smell is still the same, and um, we are at Riverside because we are here to meet with the one and only Tom Macknick. Hi, Tom. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good, real good. It's great to be here. It is it's great to have you in front of us. Thank you. Good. So <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> what, Jeff? That was, that was funny. Okay, uh-huh. good. Um, we're gonna go into your Johnsonville story if you wouldn't mind so where you started and and where you are now okay i started uh, a little over 13 years ago second shift at meadowside um pack sanitation at the time uh then i shortly became line support after about a month mm-hmm. and then about a year later i became sanitation team leader for the rte side of the plant and then after about a year of that, and then I be, there was one sanitation team lead for for the plant. Um, did that for four and a half years, and then went over to Countryside, worked third shift, had to kind of work the dark side, if you will. Um, <laughs> sanitation team lead, I did that for five years. Uh-huh. Um, was kind of looking to get on to day shifts, so for the past... Um, three and a half years, I've been here at Riverside working first shift as the assistant team leader to Ann Mitchell. Um, and that's been going well, enjoying first shift and normal daylight hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. great. So you did a lot of, you know, moving around, a lot of moving and shaking. Um, what would you say, obviously you're enjoying this right now, but through your journey, if you had to look back, what was your most, um, I don't know, I don't want to say enjoyable. That's like a normal question, but more of like a, where, yeah, what was your most memorable or where did you learn the most? Wow, I would have to divide that up, to be honest with you. I, I, you know, learned something at all three facilities that I've been at. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, you know, each shift, too. So there's different tasks and expectations. But um, I can't really say one more than the other because, you know, you'd think, okay, I've been, you know, I came over here, I'd been here with Johnsonville 10 years, and I'm still learning. You know, yeah. it's it's the whole I buy into the the uh, never ending story of you know stretching, growing, ever learning kind of piece. Right, you know? right. So um, I think everywhere I go, you know, whatever the future holds for me, a year from now, five years from now, um, which you know I do have aspirations, but um, there's always it's all you're always learning, mm-hmm. figuring something out, um, and we're always changing. So what we do today. In a year, even if I if someone holds the same job, 
there's a lot of differences. There. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be one of the only—I mean, not only, but one of the few who've actually worked at it, all three facilities. I mean, there, I mean, there's a lot out there who have, but I mean, it's a smaller group than you might think uh, yeah. for as large yeah. a company we are. Yeah, and, and and actually, I know of some who have worked at four. Oh, yeah. You know, I know of people wow. who've worked at, say, Perryway or at Banner Creek and all three sure. campuses. Wow. So, yeah, there are, there are, it's a, it, yeah. it is a small group who've mm-hmm. worked at all yeah. three. It's kind of neat if you go to, say, the, the winter party or the picnic mm. because you see a ton of people. That and you know, know a lot yeah, more yeah. people. Yeah. You, know, you awesome. don't just gravitate towards your team or those you know. You see someone from another facility. Sure. Yeah. Kind of nice. Uh-huh. That's cool. That's so, cool. as someone who has jumped around, um, do you have any advice for anybody who um, who maybe is thinking about you know hopping ship and going to another facility or anything like that? Do it. It's a good experience. Okay. You know, you, there are subtle differences. You know, um, going from say fresh plant like countryside coming to an RTE. Yeah, there's different expectations, but there's still the same Johnsonville. You know, sure. We still have the same values, um, but you learn a lot working with other people. Yeah. So I, I, I encourage it. Great. That's awesome. All right, Tom. Well, it's great to hear about your history here at Johnsonville and where you are now, uh, but tell us a little bit about what you do off the clock. We have heard through the grapevine, which we say all the time, but we have heard that um, you have a couple guests that stay at your house uh, for long periods of time. Yes, um, and that has been better than a great experience. That's been flat out an awesome experience. That's awesome. Um, four years ago... Um, my wife and I got, we were addressed by someone who said, Hey, why don't you come in and, you know, we've got, we've got some exchange students. And it just happened to be, there was this student from Catalonia, which is a part of Spain. He, he's, he is from Spain, but he considers himself Catalan. He <laughs> himself, he is Catalan and he does not want to be any assimilated with Spain. In any way, that's a whole other story. Okay, but he had been at our at our house um, with two of my kids. Uh, he plays violin, very talented. My kids were in the music department, so he'd been over there. And the family that was supposed to host him, something fell through. Oh, so we got asked. He'd actually been doubled up with another family who basically, you know, they didn't have room. He's sleeping on a couch for sure. three oh, weeks. Wow. And we went through the whole, had to go through the background testing and checks and all that. Um, and then he ended up living with us for that school year. Mm. Um, where I say that's great is, you know, we have relationships with his family. You know, they, they communicate with us. It's a whole Christmas card, birthday. Card. Oh, sure. We, we Skype with him. You know, he's been gone for three years, but we still Skype with him about every month. Oh, wow. Um, he's come back to visit. Uh, my youngest daughter went to visit his family for three weeks. I know, you know, my wife and I are planning to go to Europe next year. Typically, they end up rolling out the red carpet for the people that hosted their children. And we sure. kind of consider him our son. Uh-huh. That experience led us to doing the same thing the following year. And this was a student from Brazil. 
And his father had been an exchange student in the U.S. And um, his his father's English is perfect. You would never guess that he's really? Brazilian and speaks Portuguese. And that, that's mm. another piece. That, okay. Because he's Brazilian, people think he speaks Spanish. That's one of the oh, common sure. misnomers. But so Lucas stayed with us for a year. Um that worked very well. He's not a soccer player, even though he's from Brazil. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but he is an athlete. He is um, a very skilled wakeboarder. And, in fact, he is on um, the Brazilian wakeboard national team. Oh, that's wow. awesome. So th- there's little things that you learn about him. When you host exchange students, um, sometimes you're hosting wealthy kids. Sure. Not always, but, a lot, you know, it takes a lot to send someone over here. Uh-huh. So that worked out well. And we did that a third year. Um, we figured, okay, my youngest was going to be a senior, so one more student came over, and that was Flo, or Florent, and he is from France. Wow. Yeah, not a conehead, you know, okay. even though he's from France. <laughs> um, great student, um, amazing, ambitious kid where he um, really, I, I, was, I always admired the fact that he didn't want to take up you know, he wanted to do sports, but he didn't do soccer. You know, the kids there. Dude. He played basketball. Oh. He played baseball. He played football. Mm-hmm. You know, he had played basketball in France. They do that, but they don't play baseball or football. He wanted to really gain an American experience. Sure. Wow. And he, you know, they typically let the exchange students, you're going to get on the team. Okay. How much playing time you're going to get is another <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. But his primary sport... Um, basketball, that's what he plays back home. I think he realized that he wasn't um, as skilled as he thought he was. It's kind of like a kid who plays soccer here and goes to Italy or France sure. or Brazil or whatever. Yeah. They're not as good as they th- as those kids are. And yeah. Kids playing basketball. There's a million kids that play basketball here. So it was a good learning experience. But he got in, involved in, in those sports brought him back where he is. he's going to come visit us this Christmas. He oh, wants okay. to come back. So that's one of the nice things about having exchange students is you get a relationship and you really become family with them. Mm-hmm. You, know, you live with somebody for 10, 11 months um, and they're doing chores around the house just like any other kid. Um, their parents are calling you. How are they doing? How is this going? Yeah. It's going great. You know, they, mm-hmm. they love it. And they want us to visit them. Um, my wife and I are planning a five-year plan. Um, is that we're going to bring all three of them the, and their families. That we're going to come to the U.S., but they want to go to the Grand Canyon. You know, wow. Oh, exchange sure. students they know of L.A., New York, <laughs> Grand Canyon. They don't, you know. Yeah. And here they are in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they come to the middle, and the, they. They bitch about how cold it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm sure they uh, do. This yeah. kid from south of France, he's he's not used to, you know, ten below weather. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know, and for how long it gets. So it it took some getting used to, but he really liked the way we celebrate Christmas. Oh mm-hmm. sure, oh that's so cool. He'll be coming back for that. The um, the student from Spain, I think he, he's very intelligent, very worldly educated. Um, and he's in a political climate, mm. so he likes our system. But it was interesting. We took a trip to visit um, friends in New Mexico the Christmas that he was here. So we drove. He wanted to 
hit old Route 66, and he had all these, you know, Hollywood visions. Thoughts of grandeur. Of what that was going to be like. And I remember driving past the Gateway Arch, pointing that out to him, and he didn't think anything of it. He's like, he'd never heard of it, you know. Mm -hmm. It's pretty famous in the U.S., but, you know, it it didn't mean anything. But you got to remember, you know, it's a 16-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah. So we did that. We drove down through there, did, did a little bit of the old... U.S. Route 66 stops. We went to Texas, and he flipped out, you know, because he had to buy a cowboy hat and get pictures (laughs) of himself by the Texas state line and, you know, all this bragging he can do to his friends back home. Um, Things that they like different, um, the the clothing. This kid probably took 60 T-shirts, 70, 80 T-shirts back with him. He bought them for his spots. Holy cow. Just that was thing. things that he couldn't get. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the student from France, he was he was impressed with Arizona iced tea and all the different <laughs> cans, and he, he wanted to take cans of that back. You know, I mean, imagine full cans. It's like, sure. why why would you want to ship that? Yeah. Um, they liked certain things that you cannot get outside the U.S. Sure. Um, some of the statements that people say these are bright kids. But some of the people where they say, oh, I've read things where they say schools are so much easier in the U.S. There's a modicum of truth to that. Um, They actually don't take AP, you know, advanced courses. Sure. They're they're just, a lot of times they're getting a certificate of attendance, so they don't actually graduate, even though they go through the graduation process. Even if it's a 15-year-old, they'll place them in with the seniors so they can get a graduation, a prom, all those senior year experiences. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, so it's been great. Um, I recommend it to anyone Mm -hmm. because basically you just extend family to other parts of the globe. And in that, you also, like we networked, we know of students from Greenland, New Zealand, Italy, um, the Netherlands, you name it, um, China, Japan, uh, Chile, Argentina, all over. Sure. Wow. So wow. it's really kind of cool. You, you really gain a world culture yeah, yeah. experience just by hosting an, an exchange student. Mm-hmm. So going all the way back to the very beginning, um, what is the process actually like? I know you said a background check, but what else happens when you're acquiring uh, an exchange student? Acquiring. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you purchase them on the black market. Yeah, you know, no, we are not doing that. hundred years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, so you can't purchase them anymore. Anymore. I know what you're interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, works. Like, got a notebook. He's like, you know, maybe That's why I asked. I was a little confused. <laughs> um, well, so ours, again, as I said before, we, we fell into it because there was a need where... He, he was already here, and his host family, some situation changed where that fell through. Mm-hmm. So they were looking for someone, and he had already been at our house. We, you know, he'd been at our house two, three times, and we had no inclination, you know. Yeah. I knew he was an exchange student. Exchange students are always popular. They, I suppose. Know, oh, yeah, especially the They're boys. different. Girls love the <laughs> accent kind of thing and all that. And some of them play up to that. Sure. But... Uh, so we fell into it the first time. Then, as the year's progressing, I think it's probably February or March, they start getting people thinking, hey, does anybody else want to host again? They also, each student gets a host family, which my wife and I were 
for those three. And then they get a liaison family, which the, the liaison is someone that'll kind of check in on them, everything okay, make sure that they're not in a bad environment. Yep. Um, but also take them out, you know, once a month kind of thing and how are you doing? They might take them on a trip with them for a, for a weekend, that kind of thing. Um, so it's, you know, February, March, they start saying, you get a bio, basically. You see a sheet and they print off what these kids have written about themselves. I'm so and so. I'm, if they're religious or not, if they're into whatever hobby, sport, um, whatever their family size or situation is, and mm-hmm. what they want to do. Um, so you see that, and then you kind of just, oh well, boy, we'd be interested in that. Also, um, we hosted through what's called AFS, and. Um, they kind of think, well, you might be a good match for this kid or for hmm. that kid. But they are always trying to get several kids to each school. Okay. Um, I have learned that Plymouth High School is pretty big in, in hosting exchange students. Um, we went to Sheboygan South, or our kids went to Sheboygan South, so that's where we went. And there's usually half dozen or so kids that are exchange students there. Wow. That's... So awesome. you said you said your daughter was a senior then. So is that the last one you'll do, or do you think you'll keep doing it now? Yeah, no. That's we we have talked about possibly being an, um, a liaison Aizan. family. Sure, okay. It's just a lot easier um, with another sibling, if sure. you will, because that's where they kind of view each other. Yep. yep. That can help them adjust if there's any homework problems or questions about how to handle or mm-hmm. social issues or whatever. Those things makes it a lot easier having a sibling. Plus, it's someone they can identify their own age. It's not just, you know, someone who's 30s, 40s, 50s. Significantly older. It's it's a little easier for them. It makes sense. And plus, if you're going to drive to school with one kid, you might as well just tag another one along. (laughs) Well, and and now my wife are kind of looking at it like, wow, cool, we're finally in it. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to ruin it by bringing somebody else. (laughs) We don't have to deal with those kids. So what is it like, um, obviously, us as human beings, we all have our own personalities, but to bring a different personality into your household and then also a different culture in, what what does that do to the family dynamic and, and how is that? Um, at first, you know, there's a little bit of you have a guest in the house okay. kind of thing. But these the exchange students are given sort of a journal, and they interview, what do you want me to call you? Do you want me to call you mom and dad? Should we call you by your first names? Should I, call, should I do this? What chores do you expect? Um, I am this faith. Can you help me do that? But, you know, a, a lot of it is I want to get involved in that and, and, and see. But as they go through, you know, so after a week or so, they, they're starting to do some chores. But some of them also, their English is not the, the strongest. Okay. But as they, you know, by living immersed in, in English-speaking culture, they sure. learn it. Mm-hmm. So they start picking up different cultural things. But you share ideas and just in conversation. Yeah. You know, what is it like back in Bordeaux, France, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil? What, what are things like there? What, how do you like it, you know, and what are some of the differences? And, and just through normal conversation, you learn about it. Yeah. And um, we've gotten books, you know, you get a coffee table book of the city or town that they're from, and having discussions with them, you know, through today's world, um, we were able to Skype with the other two ahead of it. We met them yeah. 
video sure. chatting with them. Oh, that's cool. Um, where I said, you know, our second one from Brazil, his dad did that, but it was like in the 70s. You know, oh, so sure. He yeah. left, yeah. and his communication was writing a letter once a week to his family and calling them once every other month. Yeah. And it's got to be a lot easier. He ended up than staying the... in the U.S. for 10 years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. So his brother, the, our second exchange student's youngest brother, is actually an exchange student in Battle Creek. Is it Battle Creek? Somewhere in, I think it's outside of Battle Creek, Michigan, okay. currently. Huh. So, and his older brother um, did the same in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that for them. It's a sort of a family tradition. Wow. It, I I look at it like, boy, if I were fifteen or sixteen, it's cool. But to actually say I'm going to go live with another family on the other part of the world for a year, that would scare the crap out of me. Right. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be nervous. I'd be excited, but I'd be nervous. <laughs> yeah. Some of them, I admire the adventure in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My cousin did that uh, going to France, I believe. Wow. She knew French and was studying it or whatever in college. So it was a little bit older. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure she went there for a full year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an exchange student, but they, she still stayed with a family or whatever. So, um, yeah, my, yeah. My youngest daughter looked into doing that. And she actually wanted to go to a Muslim country, which that created a little bit of, is that going to be good or not? And it probably is good. Sure. I mean, you know, the programs aren't going to send somebody into like a danger area. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Know. And it would have been cool culturally. It just didn't work out for her academically. Okay. Yet. So, um, so um, these these kids are obviously coming to Wisconsin. And like you said, you know, they know of Hollywood's view of America. Mm-hmm. Um what is it? I mean, was there anything that they were excited to see in Wisconsin? Because I'm sure they probably did a little research before they came, huh? Or Well, part of the programs is they'll, they'll get the kids together for, you know, like once a month. And they'll say, okay, this Saturday they they have one time where they tour Lambo or... Okay, now we're talking. Something. Yeah, else. some some kid in like Brazil's like, oh yeah, Packers, totally. Let's um, do this. Don't get it. Other excuse me. <laughs> but we're sitting across the table from a Cubs fan slash Bears fan. God, so as long as they didn't go to Wrigley, it's totally okay. <laughs> Much rather go to Lambo than Soldier Field. Honestly, I would too. I mean, Soldier Field's a dump. <laughs> but, what about Wrigley? Wrigley? Oh, Wrigley Field has been getting a lot of upgrades. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. good. That's good. It's a good way to spin it. So it was. Um, it's kind of cool to go there if you if you have. I, I recommend it. Um, we did things like like taking um, one of the exchange students we took to an NHL game. Oh, okay. you know, um, yeah. One we took to a couple of Bucks games. Um, took them to uh, to Brewer games. Um, sure. So you know, just to get them that. That culture experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, coming to to get back to your question, coming to Wisconsin, that's a different thing. You know, when when they hear about it, you know, they think, oh, we're going to land in Chicago. Oh, that's cool. Well, most exchange students hear of Chicago, so y- you see the stereotype in their mind is, oh, cool, we're going to be gangsters, and you know, <laughs> the, you know, the whole nineteen twenties. Yeah, you know, sure. Um, I feel like that when I go to Chicago. Nah, nineteen twenties. <laughs> cool. uh, yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Don't they, shake your head at me, Jeff. It's whole different because, you know, the we had the one from Sao Paulo, and that's 20 million people. Wow. So come to Sheboygan, you know, 50,000. <laughs> they probably the knew sticks. every person by the time they <laughs> were out in the sticks, man. Yeah. Um, and, and the other one was, the first one was outside of 
Barcelona, so mm-hmm. still in a populated all all three of them Bordeaux, France. There's a million people in that, right? So yeah. you know, the, big cities. Sure, it's not always the case with exchange students. Um, as I said, there was one that we knew from Greenland, and mm-hmm. there's okay. fifty thousand people in the whole country. Wow. So, but yeah, ours it, it's a whole different thing. I think the cold was something that they had to experience. I think just the fact that they were coming to the U.S. Um, is is get something that's going to get them jazzed. Right, right. Um, now, how did your kids, um, I guess, adjust to the situation of having somebody else there? I mean, I mean, I'm sure overall it was a positive experience, but it had to have been. Was there some fighting? Oh, absolutely. There was, <laughs> okay. you know. It's, oh wow! It's sibling sure. rivalries. Yeah. Sure. Huh. Um, you know, and and you know, you see you see them doing homework with pouts on their faces and sure. different rooms, kind of thing. But um, generally, you know, they would work together. Um, socially, they would interact um, with a lot of the same. Well, especially the first one, because, as I said, he, he was very accomplished musician. I think his family is very musically oriented in that. And my kids were in, in music and drama. Mm-hmm. And um, it was easy for him to have the same circle of friends Although, like I said, these exchange students, uh, they're, they're unbelievable. You talked about a doppelganger to me earlier, our exchange student. Dead ringer for Mike Sierra, Michael Sierra, you know, oh, the really? kid from Juno. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's incredible how much they look alike. Huh. That's funny. When you thought that. It'd be funny to go in another country, and they're like, "You look just like this really famous person." And you're like, and I am. Play off like, yeah, you are. I am. Like, All right, I'm gonna. You know, let's yeah, see if we do I that. Would do. Yeah. yeah, I am. You want an autograph? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you know, why not? Because yeah. why not? Yeah, yeah. They'll buy me dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me things. Jeez, um, uh, there was a question I was gonna ask. Sorry, I probably ruined it. No, not at all. Uh, so when it comes to culture. Um, you know, they're, they're coming to Wisconsin, and what is it? Because you, you you said you went to an NHL game and to a Brewer game and things like that, but what are there some things that they give you requests like, look, I really want to see this? Kind of like, you know, that Route 66 deal and stuff. Well, there was some of that. Um, the um, student from Brazil, uh, interestingly enough, at this, the same year, his cousin was doing an exchange program in Buffalo, New York. Oh, so he and I drove out there, got to show him Niagara Falls. He'd not heard of Niagara Falls, and it was wow. kind of cool. So we we did that. Um, the other two, we went to New Mexico. Um, I I have family out there, so so it's kind of a like I said, we spent Christmas out there. Um, so it's interesting cultural. Um, yeah, they kind of want to see Los Angeles, which I don't know why. What's the attraction of L.A.? Seriously. New York, I get. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Miami, okay. Um, you know, Grand Canyon, that's a popular... They just know the, the big popular things. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know um, Disney World, that that doesn't blow my skirt up. Right, so I don't right. really want to go there. But, you know, there are things that they want to do. But you're also encouraged to, like, Give them the experience of a normal life in the U.S. I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so they are learning some things, and then you know, you take them to different places, different restaurants, so they can experience what a supper club is. Sure, <laughs> sure. 
Yeah. You know, um, it was interesting to watch them experience New Year's, um, Halloween, which is an American holiday, sure, or, sure. Yeah. You know, or, or compl- not really an American, but completely different. Yeah. Celebrated here, or Thanksgiving, fully American holiday. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking at, wow, you're making this. This is a lot of food kind of thing. There's a lot of people getting together. You're like, yeah, you better starve yourself because you have to eat all of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, you try to keep it as this is these are normal things that happen over the course of a year. And mm. we had we had a family member that passed away one time and the exchange student went to the funeral with sure. us. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, we had a dog that we, a pet that we had to put down and you know, he was there when we, we had the dog put down. You know, it's the ups and downs, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, and like I say, the, the, the beauty of it is they still communicate with us, you know, yeah. we're, we're, you know, they, they have done, they give you a hug as they're leaving. Oh, you're a, my American dad, or, you know, the, uh, um, and I want to come back and, you know, one has so far, the second one is, is planning to, and the middle one will be actually all three. So all three of them will, will be coming back for visits, which to me, that speaks volumes. They had a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. say, you know, and they want us to visit, mm-hmm. which yeah. is cool. So we have a place to go and yeah, sure. can show places us to visit. Sites. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, going oh, across yeah. the pond there. <laughs> oh Yeah. Uh, this is this is bringing me back. Actually, I was 18 and I took my first road trip to New York, and, and a buddy of mine and myself we stayed in a hostel, and sure. it was all international people in that hostel. And I just, I'll never forget the amount of questions they had for us, you know. And first off, you tell them you're from Wisconsin, they're like, what is Wisconsin? You know, the the fact that we have states, we're over there. It's countries, you know, they're smaller countries, so they're. And I'm like, well, it's kind of like your countries, but we're one country broken up in states and you know so it was just a lot of fun to to teach them what that was like and so yeah our, our student from france uh flo when we picked him up because you you meet um they, they drop a bunch of exchange students off there's probably 30 of them you mm-hmm. know families that are going to take them and they disperse around various parts of the state and um we we went to gosh was it mary yeah marion and um, pick them up there and go back, and we show them Lake Michigan, you know. And here it is; it's it's late August, and we said, okay, you can go experience, you know, Lake Michigan, uh-huh. you know, because they'd been in, they'd seen the ocean, but it's warm water there. So oh. <laughs> you know, he got in, and I think that was enough for him. Yep, yep. Um, we actually con conned them i like to say condom we got them to do the polar bear plunge all three of them oh my wow which is i've never done to that see them because again they complain and bitch and moan about the cold at times <laughs> they love it you know they love sledding they love sure. you know the the playing in the snow kind of thing but then you know to go and do the polar bear plunge mm. um if you've never done that, that takes you a while to thaw back out. Sure, I believe it. So it's interesting to see them, and there's pictures that, you know, their friends back home see them doing this crazy thing. And I imagine there's some things that we put them into, you know, that they're thinking all Americans do this. Mm -hmm. Because um, there are a lot of the stereotypes that they have. They think that everybody has a gun. So here we are in Wisconsin, and a lot of people have a gun. Right, right. But not everybody. Mm -hmm. They think everywhere you go... They're, everybody's carrying some kind of, you know, six shooter or whatever. <laughs> everybody's got a bazooka on their yeah. back. Yeah, everybody, everybody's got some sort of 
uh, firearm to to defend themselves or attack and all. Sure, and, sure. And, and some of the stereotypes and myths are blown over mm-hmm. the course of the oh, year. Oh, no, sure. Not all Americans are this way, and no, not everything is that way. Uh-huh. It's interesting to see them learn and grow in our culture, mm-hmm. you know, and and still have their own. Yeah. Without giving that up. Definitely. So if someone wanted to get started into, you know, uh, hosting and yeah, hosting, studio. how would you how would you even get started on that? There's, I mean, I guess I would go back and point them out, you know, to different people because yes, we used um, one program, but there's more than one. Okay, uh, there are church groups that that um, host and and set up exchange students. Okay, um, ours was AFS, uh, which is one of the bigger ones. And you can go on their websites, but I can put, if anybody wants to, anybody in your listening audience <laughs> yep, wants yep. to know, get in touch with me and I okay. can put them in touch with some people. Great. I, I can. If you've got a website or something too, we can put it on the blog. We have a blog that we post with your episode. So, um, and also if you have pictures of, you know, you and your family with the exchange, with the exchange students, students, we'd love to post yeah, those if you're, if you're willing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, absolutely. I can, awesome. I can dig through some of that. Yeah. And put that Some up fun there. pictures. Now, besides um, obviously feeding another mouth and, and putting a roof over someone's head, is there another cost at all that comes along with it? Uh, you know, the, the interesting thing, I have a sister who lives in South Bend, Indiana, mm-hmm. and she hosted two exchange students from China, um, but it was a different program that University of Notre Dame was putting together. So she got actual money per month. Oh wow! Oh, she got money. She got money. Well, it's it's not cheap. Sure, oh, mouth yeah. the fee, mm-hmm. um, driving them to umpteen other things <laughs> yeah. that any teenage kid gets driven to or whatever, because they can't drive. They cannot get a license. Yeah. Um, I took all three of them fishing, you know, so they did get some experience there. Yeah. But there, there are things that they can and cannot do. Um, we got fifty dollar a month tax credit. Okay. And that's pretty standard. I mean, that's so. There's no real financial gain. It's it's more. Um, you open your heart. You open your home, mm-hmm. and you gain a wonderful experience sure. in doing so. That's, that's awesome. I'm I'm sure they really appreciated having you guys and all the yeah. things to do. And um, but like Tom and Joe said, if there's anybody out there who's interested, please reach out to either us or Tom or whatever, and we'll get you in contact because it's a really Absolutely. great program. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I don't even have kids old enough, and I'm like, I want to try that. It, it's so cool. Uh, yeah. I, I do recommend waiting until you know you have one or two kids in high school, uh-huh. and and they might act like at times cats with their tails tied together, <laughs> but generally they they get along. Sure. As I said, my youngest um, flew to Barcelona um, and and stayed with the, the Catalan family that you know that we hosted their son. Yeah. So I recommend it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if, if the, I would assume the, the kid had even half the experience that you're describing here, it must have been amazing. So, um, and I'm sure it was way more than that. So, it is. Yeah. It, I, I think, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, I, I'm not, uh, you know, highly affluent where I'm going to roll out the red carpet because some of these kids, and I've seen exchange students where they're used to, their, their wealth is they have servants, you know. Oh wow! Take care of things for them. Um, I, I, you know, ours are not of that, mm. but there are some a little wealthier. Mm. Um, 
but one of them, you know, really not. He's pretty much the same kind of financial, you know, middle class that, that my wife and I are. Um, but you, you never know. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting exchange that way, you know, to getting a kid. You know, I've talked with, with uh, host families because host families kind of get together and do things. Sure. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, yeah, this, this student, you know, wasn't used to making their bed because the maid did it for them. Yeah. You know? It's so got to be a lot harder of a transition for those kids than maybe the, some of the ones that you it, had. It can be. Yeah. yeah. It, it can be. You know, there are, there are times where people have struggled with it, but generally, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's been a great experience. Sure. Awesome. Sure. Cool. You got anything else, Joe? No, I'm good. That right. was great. Me, me as well. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for coming on. And And um, uh, we always have the guests sign us off. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, just inserting your name in that line. Don't, don't, don't say line, please. Or blank. Not or blank. Or blank. Because yes. that's only been done a zillion times. <laughs> yeah. How original Once is that? or twice. <laughs> Hi, this is Tom Macknick, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock. A podcast made the Johnsonville way. Yeah, jamming hits on JVL Radio. Say on there. But do the smooth jazz thing. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we can edit yeah. that in too. Yeah.